Good morning, KHI agents. Happy Friday, November 11th. Holy cow, here we go. Uh, let's jump into our agenda. And I hope, I hope you're feeling uh, at some point, besides being overwhelmed, I hope you can pause to see some gratitude. And if not, you'll take a couple days off, hopefully Thursday and Friday, to celebrate Thanksgiving with family or friends. So I love that, Kaylee. Thanks for pulling the pictures. Um, it's Thanksgiving. It's thanks and then giving. And then I'm like giving thanks. Like, oh, okay, that kind of works. So, you know, just a pause and, and among all the chaos to always be grateful, right? And you guys know I try to always uh, encourage you and I try to carry an attitude of gratitude all the time because I think it just helps refrain any crazy stuff we're dealing with. So, um, and we know we're facing that this fourth quarter as always. So. An early happy Thanksgiving to all of you, and I hope you do take time to give thanks. All right, so we'll go through our announcements, our market updates, and um, yeah, I got a couple little tidbits I threw in here um, since the election on Tuesday, so uh, let's get into it. So um, yes, Kaylee, you're right. This is a wrap. Kaylee, of course, helps coordinate all of our Marketing Mondays, our trainings, and I'm glad that she included this slide in here for me today because it shows you all of the trainings that we had. And besides that, you guys, there's more because we did it in July and August as well. But um, notice, and even in early September, but you'll notice here all of the different carriers that we have recorded. Um, in fact, it's funny. Um, I had um, one of our own ask about GeoBlue the other day, and I'm like, hey, let's go on the KHI website and look up GeoBlue. That's the travel benefits. You know, people are Travel policy is going to be asking about that as they start to take off for the winter and whatnot. So we did a webinar on it, you guys. It's super awesome. There's a broker support number in there. Of course, you can get contracted. Um, just talk to Callie about that. But anyway, lots of good stuff, and it's all out there and recorded. So if you missed it, just jump on the portal and uh, check out the carrier that you want to listen to. And I was just looking here. To see, we did uh, well. I'll make an announcement on CareSource in a little bit. Um, Kaylee, I don't see CareSource listed on here because I know we slotted that in, them in kind of at the last minute. But uh, but anyway, those are all out there, and I'll uh, keep moving ahead here. So yeah, uh, drum roll right for results through October. Um, this is our Grow Your Business, and we are super excited to watch and to help you grow your practices, you guys, and and grow the number of clients you serve. So. Here's our Grow Your Business Top 25 Agents. So um, congrats. Uh, Dean Zelly is leading the way. And you can see in order there, that is how it goes. So followed by Peggy and Jenny and Brian and Tracy. Matt, I mean, look at everybody. Look at you guys on there. So check it out. Uh, again, I see some new names on there. That's terrific. Um, so keep up the great work. Remember, we take a snapshot of your book of business on January 1. And we take a snapshot every month of the year, and we'll end that with a final January 1 snapshot uh, to see how you've grown your book and what's coming. And uh, Kaylee is our event coordinator for this as well. Our partners in Excellence Dinner that we enjoy out at Glen Oaks will be there again. And I'd ask if your name is on that list that you just saw and you continue to see your name, uh, especially in the um, top tier, right? Um, please mark this date and join us, you and your guest, uh, you and your plus one, right, uh, on Friday, March 24th. So I hope you can join us that day. We always pray for good weather and try to avoid all of the state tournaments, basketball, wrestling, uh, et cetera. 
So, um, yeah, we enjoy a really great evening of dinner and, and even some dancing if people like to dance, at least live music. So, so we have a blast. All right. So congrats and keep up the great work. And it's not over till January 1. So, so keep going. You guys are doing awesome. And then another just shout out to uh, Marcy and Tracy at Capital Benefits Group. They're a KHI agency, obviously. And they are sitting at the number one ranking um, with Wellmark's Promise Award for uh, the uh, agency of the year as a sub-retail agency. So that's what you all are, right? You could be a, a sub-retail agency of one, or you could have two um, or more. But a, a huge shout out. Um, they are at the top. They've been sitting there at the top for several months. Um, and so we just got a few more months to go, or actually a couple more months to go. I think actually this is results through September. So um, yeah, congrats. And let's just uh, keep the, the momentum going, you guys. And I, I really wish you the best. And I, I hope that that works out for you guys. That's amazing. Um, and then also on, uh, okay, I got to go back one more and just say, you know, it's because of all of you, and I didn't put this on here, but it looks right now that KHI as a, is the top GA um, for the Promise Award, which is crazy. I never imagined that we could be up there. Um, and it's due to all of your production. It's what you guys are doing through Wellmark, of course. This is just a Wellmark Award. So um, I'm not going to hold my breath, right, because things can change. So um, we'd be blessed if we ended up getting the GA of the year, but we're just super excited for all of you. So any of you that qualify um, in any of these categories are sitting at the top. Um, what a hoot because Big Sky Montana, and I've never been there. So uh, I don't know if you guys have, but um, anyway, so that, that's all I wanted to say about the Promise Award. Congrats to Marcy and Tracy, and we'll see what happens with KHI at the end of the year. Okay. Um, Nicole asked me to remind everybody, and it's probably not you guys so much because the ones that are on the call are the folks that have enough policies uh, with Wellmark. But if you don't, um, you have to maintain at least 10 policies, and um, and it is per agency. And I, I kind of went over this last month, but Nicole just asked me to remind you again because they will take a snapshot on January 1. And if you don't have 10 Wellmark policies, um, that's not a good thing. That it, your agency and all associated agents, agencies, uh, agents rather within your agency will be terminated on April 1st. Um, the other thing I want to comment is this snapshot that they take. It counts group and individual business, so under and over 65, but it does not include PDP or dental contracts with Wellmark. So Wellmark is just counting group lives, under 65 lives, or Medicare lives. Um, so that's on the health side. So. And I know some of you just do other carriers and you have Wellmark contracts just because you might have a client that needs it. And all I'm saying is that you are the ones that are targeted here, really. They, they want people that are committed to Wellmark and have at least 10 policies on the books throughout the year. Okay. So again, it's by agency. If you're an agency of one, then it's all on you. If you have multiple agents, you all add your policies up and have to be to 10, right? And um, anyway, and I support that, you guys, you know, if you don't have enough policies on the books, you don't stay current with what's happening. And um, anyway, so so let us know if you're going to if you're at risk. We know we know who you are. Uh, reach out to Nicole and, and talk to her about about the situation. And maybe you can partner with another agent then. OK. And you guys work something out. So or if you have questions, give me a call as well. OK. 
Um, so Marty provided, uh, Marty Jensen, our Wellmark rep, provided answers, follow-up to our fall training. So it's kind of a lot. So and you guys will get these slides. So if you have interest in going, oh, that was a good one. I want that slide because I'm not going to go through every bit of detail, but I wanted you to have it. Kaylee will be posting these slides certainly by this afternoon along with the recording. So um, anyway, just note on here that this was all around cost share amounts for doctors on demand. Um, and you'll notice here it's on the high deductible health plans. It's $59. And then behavioral health therapy is different than behavioral coaching. And so they show some differences there. But this specific question was around behavioral health therapy. So that's going to be your what we used to call mental health, right? So you'll notice that there's the dollar amounts for high deductible health plans. It's not zero. And then you'll notice here, um, somebody asked, what percentage of sold plans are PPO plans? And here's an answer. Like, did you think you'd ever get your answer? Well, here you go. 53% of all plans sold um, are PPO and 47% HMO. There you go. And then what percentage of sold plans are high deductible plans? So in Iowa, 25% are high deductible and in South Dakota, 34%. All right. And then here, this was an interesting one. Are there any change in rates for dental and vision? Because they hadn't they hadn't talked about that during training. And the answer is no change. And then I go, yeah, but I highlighted, except for one change. The Blue Dental 100 is $38.70. That's up slightly. And I don't have the old premium. So um, so that's that is that. Um just looking here on anything else, you can see South Dakota is covered there and Iowa small group vision. So they're saying there's no changes except for that one change in the Iowa MedSup Dental Blue Dental 100. Okay, this again, these slides will be posted out on the website later. Here's some more questions, so stay with me. Flyers for the MHCD versus behavioral health services, since it will be confusing, right? The, the mental health, um, now it's behavioral health. And so um, it's funny, Aetna uses the name behavioral health to refer to its network of providers. <laughs> it's, it is confusing. And then an agent brought this question up at training. So Wellmark is transitioning away from using mental health verbiage. verbiage. All services will be using behavioral health. Another question on the HMO and POS network. Where does the premium savings come from? So it goes into the detail, but here's this, right? They negotiate a fee schedule to reimburse those uh, providers um, at a lower amount for HMO versus PPO. So I think most that's common knowledge, but now it's in writing and you know it. And you might be getting that question from um, some of your clients, but there's the answer in writing. Again, you'll have these slides later or do a screenshot, take a picture, whatever you need to do if something's resonating with you from here, okay? Um, and then I just thought this was easier to go through these really quickly right now than try to send an email out that nobody will read. All right. <laughs> Here's another quick one in the independent market. Here's a question. If a member is on a grandmother, grandfathered individual family plan that does not cover mental health, will it still be covered under Doctors on Demand? And the answer is no. Doctors on the Demand benefits are covered based on the diagnosis and plan benefits. Okay. Um, in the small group, uh, the small group unity point plan is the out-of-network benefits limited to providers within the state of Iowa, or can they also access providers outside the state? And the answer is yes. Any provider that accepts blue card PPO in any state is acceptable. Remember, they're referencing here the small group unity point. 
um, which is a skinny network, right? Okay, next question. Why does Wellmark only allow one chiropractor in our community in the HMO network? And, and so here's the deal, you guys. And we've always struggled with chiropractors being in the network. So there's a phone number or an email that they can contact um, and get registered with ICPC. Um, then that hopefully will help them get into the network. They may not be um, part of that network. Um, and then what percentage of sold plans are high deductible? That was, I guess, in the small group, uh, 25 and 34. And it's funny, let's go back. Uh, I think it was 25 and 34. So they're answering this one on the, on the uh, small group market plan. So um, I would take that as a small group answer only on that prior slide. Okay, here's Medicare Advantage questions, um, wrapping these up. Will our members be notified of the new plans available with the Medicare Blue RX? <laughs> Stay with me because this answer, no, they will get annual notice of change, which would not include information about the new uh, plan, that new um, uh, $17 and some change plan, right? Um, but some, we know some marketing is being done, but they're not, they're not notifying them of this new plan their existing clients. Okay. Will the MA and PD apps have anything on it regarding recording calls? No. Does Blue Cross have a mobile app for enrollment pur purposes? Um, okay. There's no mobile app for enrollment, but of course they have their mobile app for their ID card and things like that. They would have to access the website to complete online enrollment. Does Blue Cross have a national network so snowbirds would be able to use this MAPD plan easily? And the answer is yes. The Blue Medicare Advantage Network is a national network. And remember here, you guys, the key is if there's an MAPD plan in that state, um, then you'll have access to that MAPD plan network. There are like five states they do not have MAPD plans in, um, like ones I know Alaska, one might be, I thought I, I remember New Hampshire. Anyway, if your people are traveling to states that don't have a Blue Cross MAPD, then they will not have access to providers in that state. Okay. It would be out of network then, by the way. Okay. Um, and then last, I think this is the last one, Medicare Advantage. Um, are there any benefits out of network that differ from in network for MAPD? Hmm. Okay. A, a, a long answer here, but basically um, they're, they're working, obviously, with their in-network providers, although... Um, so I'll just say this, that, 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 they is, that there is... A, a, a different um, cost share on some of those, right? And we know there's a different out-of-pocket max when you go out of network. So, um, yeah, I don't think the benefits themselves differ. It's really the cost, right? So, um, anyway, I'll leave it at that. There's That's kind of a windy answer. Um, okay, just continuing on. Now, we're leaving those questions. We're going back to regular announcements for our webinar today. And um, this I thought was important to know in case you get calls from your Medicare Blue RX members, 42,000 of them are being impacted by the change in the formulary. And so that's important in this time that we're evaluating drugs, right? So um, it did say that 20,000, over 20,000 of those Blue RX folks, it literally is a change on that formulary, so that means it's non-formulary. It's going from being a formulary drug to being a non-formulary drug, and that's a big deal because that impacts exceptions that they need to ask for or they need to move to a different plan, right? 
So just be aware of that, you guys. They're going to be getting a letter. You might be getting some phone calls on that. You just need to rerun their drugs. I mean, just make sure their drugs are covered. And um, Okay, Brenda, this might be the right time to just mention the problems that we've been having with Medicare.gov and Blue Cross, right, on either MAPD or PDP plans as how they are calculating on Medicare.gov um, versus Wellmark's website. Um, Brenda? Yep, I'm here. Hang on. I was just, um, I know they had sent out a uh, notice to all the agents saying that the MAPD wasn't calculating, like Medicare.gov wasn't calculating correctly and that you were supposed to go into Blue Cross's site and do it through Connecture. And so I know I personally went through like three or four of mine and there really was no difference. And then an email was sent out yesterday to agents saying that they're, they are calculating correctly. And Lynn and I got an email from Marty last night and it just says after conducting some quoting tests, Walmart discovered why the Medicare plan finder and Blue Cross quotes are different. But then, then it says they are both working correctly. Let me know if you have any questions. <laughs> so that was the answer. I didn't. It wasn't real clear. So I had emailed back and said, "What does that mean?" But anyway, it, they're they're. I the way I'm looking at it is they're fine because I've not found any. We really haven't really found much differences um, in it. So I don't. I guess if you if you're worried about it, you can go in to Walmart site and put the drugs in and see if it comes up different. But I'm I'm we're really not seeing it. So okay. All right. Thanks for that. Just like one more thing we need. We don't need, right? Yeah. Right. This, this quarter. Exactly. Okay. Thank you. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and click on to the next slide. So, hey, nice shout out to Advantage Administrators. Thanks, Bonnie and team, for throwing this out. I thought it was helpful, and I just wanted to do, again, a quick slide for you guys on what the new contribution limits are for 2023. And um, and it is this is some good stuff because I always forget about the FSAs and whatnot, so now you can see what that is. And then of course the FSA carryover and, and know that that's a deal for people that still have FSAs. I think a lot have moved over to HSAs. So I look at that one a lot and it is, has increased. Uh, 38.50 for a single, 77.50 for a family. That's the contribution. Don't forget about the catch up contribution. If you're 55 or older, it's another thousand bucks. So, I mean, that's significant. If you're over the age of 55 or older and you've got an HSA with you and a spouse, I mean, that's 9750 bucks. I think that's significant not to pay taxes on that money. So um, we've been having more and more conversations around HSAs. And you saw the numbers. If it's only 25% take rate on HSAs, um, at least the employers should be offering them for sure. Uh, and then um, the other thing I'd like to comment on here, you guys, look at the last bullet, the maximum out-of-pocket expenses for high-deductible health plans. I want you to note these are lower, and they have been lower ever since the government started indexing the high-deductible health plan um, out-of-pocket maximums different than traditional plans, right? So the traditional are like, what, 9100 for next year, if I'm remembering correctly, and look at the max out of pockets for high deductible plans at 7,500 for single. So my point is, is that, you know, sometimes these can be better plans because you're getting a lower out of pocket max. And uh, so you get, you get the drift on that. But anyway, I thought that was important. That piece about a minimum deductible for a qualifying high deductible health plan is just good to know. You can still get a high deductible health plan with a $1,500 deductible. 
I don't know who still makes those, quite honestly, because it just reeks of adverse selection, right? So, but just know that that's for the plans to to, to follow, right? Um, so you can search for one of those. But um, you know, we're seeing them higher and higher, of course. But um, okay, thought those numbers were good. Again, thanks again, Advantage Administrators, for that. So jumping into employer group updates, here's our deadlines. Of course, we are on the 11th of November today, uh, correct? And so you've got till next Tuesday. I just talked to a client yesterday. Um, yeah, can we get a 12-1 effective date? I'm like, really? Seriously? <laughs> okay, that's up to you guys, right? Can you jump through all the hoops and get that done and get open enrollment meetings with employees and get apps, get everything submitted? Yeah, by Tuesday, end of business Tuesday. And please help our staff getting things in as soon as possible or give us a heads up that you're jamming something in, right? And then please set proper expectations that, okay, there could be some issue having ID cards in time. <laughs> okay. Um, renewals for Wellmark, of course, um, due November, Friday, November 18th, because that's a week from today, right? Because the 20th is on Sunday. So get your information in as soon as possible. You'll see here the same for um, UHC is also Tuesday for new and renewals and Health Partners Unity Point Health gives us till Friday, November 18th. Okay, there you go. Uh, Delta Dental will be December 9th since the 10th falls over the weekend. So get any of your 12 ones in by December 9th. That gives you a little more wiggle room there. Uh, okay. And then I, this is kind of a reminder, but those um, plan comparison guides are out there for both small group as well as the mid-sized groups. And then they also have the trends. I talked about this last month, and I think I even had them attached. But um, if you need those or can't find them, just you get just grab them or call the office. We'll help you get those. Kaylee can help you with those as well. Right, Kaylee? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So doctor on demand. This this was we had some questions about that that I went over from training, but I just want to repeat this again because I, I talked about this last month, but we'll say it again. The, don't forget, high deductible 59. Just know that off the top of your head. That would be a, a virtual office visit copay if somebody's on a high deductible plan. Otherwise, starting in 2023, all virtual visits that have copays in your traditional plan are going to be zero copay on the individual ACA and small group ACA. I'm talking ACA right here, zero copay. Regardless if you have a $20 or $30 copay, remember though, if you have a high deductible health plan, it will be 59 bucks. And then there's some other dollars for those behavioral health services or behavioral coaching. And somebody asked me again, what's the difference? Remember, behavioral health is really mental health services. So it's that, it's that, you know, right? Psych, psychiatrist, psychologist, maybe I guess social worker type therapist visit versus behavioral coaching is really about um, help me lose weight, help me get active, help me, you know, whatever, right? More be, more around it's funny. It's more around coaching maybe my behaviors than maybe coaching in my head, if that makes any sense. Okay, so um, then there's the small group. Again, zero copay, but HDHP. So just remember the 59, and I, I, I know I've been talking about that like crazy. But here's the deal on individual grandmothered and grandfathered and the small group grandmothered and grandfathered and the mid-sized groups. <laughs> it's the same cost as an in-person visit. So that's what's important to know. They're really rolling out this zero virtual copay in the small group ACA and individual ACA market. And here's the kicker. Individual, it all starts 1-1 because everybody renews 1-1. In the small group space, if you have one of your small groups renewing 11-1 or 12-1, 
then they won't have that zero copay until November or December of 2023. So any of your one ones, no worries. They say they're developing a flyer that'll have the 2023 rates on it. It's in process. We don't know when we'll have it. Don't hold your breath, okay? All right, but we know we know some of these rates again. You'll have the slides, okay? UHC. I reported this last month, but don't forget UHC does have a bonus for their um, All Savers level funded plans in Iowa, offering an additional hundred dollars per enrolled subscriber for the sale. This is your bonus. <laughs> Sometimes you know it goes to the group. Sometimes it could go, you know, wherever. But no, this one is. It's only on level funded, and it's only new to UHC. You can't take one of their ACA plans and convert it to all savers and have that count, okay? They're looking for new business. Okay, I, I rolled this out last month as well, but I just wanna remind you, Trustmark has got a bonus going as well, and they're very viable in that level funded space, so um, hopefully you've checked them out, but there's some, this is your bonus money, bonus per group, and then an individual kicker if they're using those um, individual medical questionnaires, and then another little kicker if you're using their enrollment platform. <laughs> okay, so there's some good bucks on the table there. And our team is aware of this, so um, yes, so we can we can be helpful. Okay, jumping into the Medicare spot. I loved this flyer, um, and I reported on it last month. And you know what? I'm breaking tradition. I try not to do this, but guess what? We're going out to, and we're going to make sure you're going to see my screen. So tell me you can see my screen, and I'm going to ask Brenda or one of the panelists to make sure you can see my screen, right? Yep. You're seeing the cage. Yep, thank you. Okay, guys, I want to show you something really quick because I don't know how many of you have been out here lately. Do you come out here? I do. I do. I use this thing all the time and I hope you do as well. So I just want to, I want that flyer. So where do I go to get the flyer? Sometimes Kaylee will put it up here in some trending information. Sometimes she'll put it right here in trending topics. If not, and I don't really see maybe what I'm looking for, I go right here to Medicare Solutions. I see the Medicare market, and and I'm going to hold my breath because I think I found it when I went to right here, 2022 and 2023 Medicare costs per CMS. That's what I'm looking for. I want that flyer. So I click on that little guy right there, and looky right here, you guys. The 2023 Medicare costs, and I just want you to see. I know sometimes I know there's some. Sometimes you have to not, you know, look to see something. But here I'm opening this. Here is this really slick, and I think I think Brenda found this for us. <laughs> and uh, so we, I love this form because not only you guys does it show the Part A deductibles, B deductible, um, shows the premium, but it also shows Irma, and it shows it for both Part B and Part D. Man, you are in the clear if you're giving them this document. <laughs> if they say they never got it. So um, I just want to make sure that you're checking out the web portal. And if I always go back to the homepage, because this is where I like to navigate from, because this is where I'm like, okay, now I'm back to where I want to be. So remember how we separate it through. And then always you can just don't forget to scroll down a little bit further. Um, oh, and there's the 2023 Medicare costs and premiums. Okay, Lou's probably going to tell me, Lynn, I put it on its own. Um, so it's right here. Uh, and there it is, right? So, uh, but look at this, you guys. Here's where all the rest of this cool stuff, our email blasts. If we sent something out and you weren't sure, you could click on our email blast, the calendar of events, incentives. I mean, there's just so much stuff here. Our Turning 65 program. I know we've changed some things now. Kaylee read, 
um, we actually turned it over and, and said, Kaylee, saving her a ton of time from pulling, and we're having you guys pull your own. If you're not happy about that, I'm sorry. Call me and you can vent to me, uh, but we're having you pull them yourselves because this is just – we want you guys using them, and we want you engaged in this. And Sometimes we're pushing stuff out and they're not being used, um, and there's some guidelines there, so click on that one. And then here's all of our carrier-specific recorded webinars, these monthly webinars. Of course, download our directories, et cetera, right? Uh, compliance webinars that we've done and more to come on that too. We're, we're rolling out a new com uh, compliance program um, for 2023 and we'll do that right when we get through fourth quarter. So, okay, I'm gonna go back to the presentation. Um, and so thanks for going with me on that. Again, I usually try not to deviate from our presentation, but I thought it was important that we did that really quick, okay. Um, and then this one, okay, Social Security. I talked about this last month because it got announced about the 8.7% increase in Social Security. And you ju just normally think that's a Medicare, you know, tid tidbit. <laughs> but it is important when you're helping those under 65 age folks with estimating their household income because, like, my sister and her husband, they're 62, 63, 64 years old, and they're drawing Social Security. And so, hey, I go, hey, as we're updating your ACA um, plan, marketplace plan, are you aware of the 8.7% increase? So we probably need to factor that in, right? And um, and the other tidbit, I'm, I know I'm off market segment right here, but when you're dealing with those ACA folks, you know, don't forget to tell them that, hey, you know, if you're struggling and you're, you know, do your taxes. And once your taxes are done in April, if you want to change your forecast for 2023 based on what happened in 2022, just call me up, right? And we'll modify that for you. And then we'll at least have your subsidy changed throughout the rest of the year. So, okay, that was my little comment there on Social Security. It's impacting, of course, a good thing for our Medicare folk. So get that, right? Increase in their benefits and a decrease in the cost for Part B coming out of their Social Security check. So that's all good. All right. Here's the other thing I want to talk about with the new Medicare Center call recording. This is how we introduce this to you guys and how Medicare Center goes, look, it's a new platform. Cool. Um, I'm using my mama. So that's literally my mama with her contact details in here. Don't write these down. Um, but I wanted to show you how, and Erica had to show me this, that if you'll notice that right here it says um, add states slash zip to view plans. This is really a tiny gray. Can you see where my, my mouse is pointing? I hope you can. And it's like, where are the plans? Like, uh, here's my contacts that I have in Medicare Center, and I want to view plans for this contact. In fact, I might need to record the call. So here's the deal, right? If you click on my mom's phone number, right, it's going to call me, and then it's going to call my mom, and then I'm going to have that call recording thing come up here. So I'm like, okay, thank you, because how did I know that? I didn't know that. Um, okay, so that's one tidbit, and I'll let, I mean, Erica, if you're on, and I think you are for sure, unmute in just a second here if you want to add anything else. But here's the other thing Erica helped me with, and I, I'm telling you this so you all don't have to call Erica, right, like I did. If you click on the details here, what I found was when I scrolled down, and I don't show it right here, but on mom's, like, county wasn't updated properly, right? And so I think maybe because maybe counties didn't come over. When you guys hit details, and that's exactly what this is saying, add the state or zip or whatever, when you add the county and the right zip, and you'll see it come up here, it'll, it might even populate itself, but just put it in. If you have it, you should have that. Then you hit update. And then all of a sudden, this button comes blue, and it goes, click here, and you can view plans available to that person. And then, boom, you're ready to go toward the enrollment, quoting and enrollment. So, ah, okay, 
Erica, I'm going to pause and see if there's anything else you want to add to what I said. And you may not, maybe you're not able to unmute. All right, I'm going to check my little, I'm just going to check and see if you're saying something else here on chat. <laughs> okay, I'm not seeing anything. Okay, I'm going to trust that what I said was right. <laughs> And true. Um, but get on there and play with that, you guys. But those are just like silly things. I'm like, really? It's not intuitive, but maybe that's because I'm old. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead. Um, so here's another thing. So I wanted to show you this. I got so geeked out. I was doing this last night. I wanted to show you also how those non-licensed plans are showing up because they weren't like as of a month ago. But now when you go in and you're in now looking at the plans, because once you say view plans, now you're in. Check it out. I wanted to show you here on the left where it shows, oh, there's only seven Medicare Advantage plans. They're only going to show you what you're contracted through KHI with. <laughs> and so, and look, here's like prescription drug plans, eight. You know that's not true, right? Because, and, and I have to tell you, right, I probably didn't, you know, get certified for everything maybe. That's my deal. But when I click add license plans, look at now 21 Med Advantage plans come up. And I'm not, I, this is just a screenshot. I can't scroll down, but I guarantee you all of a sudden, guess who pops in? Wellmark, even though you can't use this tool to enroll Wellmark and guess who else pops in? Health Partners Unity Point Health and Medigold, right? Because you get the three big ones, the national players that are contracted through here. So anyway, I just had to point that out. And then of course, all the PDP plans, look at that, 24 plans, et cetera. So I just, I just had to show you that. Okay, I hope you are enjoying this. <laughs> enjoying the show today. Okay. Um, here's the other thing I just like, I am just compelled to share this with you. And Peggy, Nikki, Jenny, I hope you're on the call because we've had some agents, I just called you out, who are just knocking it out of the park. I believe what they're doing. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong, just make a comment. But they're taking a lot of their folks they're meeting with during their PDP time. And when they're complaining about their rates, these and of course these people have to be able to underwrite and there are healthy people that can underwrite that really want to stay with a supplement and don't want to go to a med advantage plan where there is no underwriting but i wanted to point out the four key things um that physicians mutual on their med sup does different than anybody else so <laughs> did you know and then here it is 66 to 68 year olds get the price of a 65 year old did you know that they give the, their clients two years to be able to switch to any other Medicare supplement plan um, without underwriting. So within that first two years of owning it, they can switch. They can start out with, let's say they're qualified for a, a, a G, but decide to go to an, you know, if they're qualified for an F and they, they start out with a G, but want to go to an F. And let's say they're not qualified for an F, but they go to a high deductible G and then they want to go to a G or they want to go to any other plan that they that uh, Physicians Mutual offers. They can do that within two years. Look at this one, the only carrier that provides 100% preventive care, 100% they provide preventive care free, free of charge. And there is a list as long as what we see on the Medicare Advantage plans that are all free on their Medicare supplement plan. And the really, really interesting thing about their, their other benefit here is this innovative G, the disappearing deductible. I love how they're marketing this. I did attach rates in your handouts, you guys, if you want to see. It may not work out in your area, but think about this, you guys. What if you sold somebody a high deductible G? Yeah, they're on the hook for a deductible for the first three plus years, but after they've had it for at least 
three years, three or more years, they can convert uh, to G and keep their same high deductible G premium. What? Right? That's what I'm saying. What? You might be saying the same thing. Here's the deal. Call me if you're interested. Don't call Callie right now. Our contracting is limited. We, you know why? Because we only want people that are going to really wrap their arms around this and sell it. We don't want somebody that's going to dip their toe. I've mentioned this before, but I never really went into the detail about the benefits. And then this little um, cutie fact up here about how many people really meet their out-of-pocket costs on that um, plan G. And so there it is, right, during those first three years. So anyway, interesting stuff. And maybe you want to talk to me about that after the first of the year, or you better talk quick, right, if you want to get contracted during AEP. All right. So shout out to the to those three gals that are knocking it out of the park. All right. So um, the Wellmark 2023 MedSup addendums are available. Remember, this is what you stick inside the 2022 kit because Wellmark never gets those kits updated until sometime in 2023. So there's the M number. You can get it. If you need help with that, get a hold of Kay, uh, Kaylee. She can help you get that. Or there's the link. It's just literally from their website. To get it's the premiums, you guys, right? It's really uh, I, I'm not remembering that any of their benefits have changed on their meds up. So it really is the premiums for 2023, and that way you don't have to toss all those kits that you might already have on hand for 2022. Okay, and here's something. Uh, it's their new. Now this is kind of innovative for Wellmark, so I have to do a little uh, golf clap for Wellmark on switching from Medicare to MA. Remember, usually the trial right is 12 months. Um, uh, trial, not trail, right, Mel? Trial, right, um, to 24 months. They're changing that, and they're trying to now be that no-risk um, try us. And and so join a Wellmark Advantage health plan when you're first eligible, and they have 24 months to switch. And they're saying during AEP, you can switch to a Medicare supplement, no health questions. And then they're saying here, and notice you get a preferred rate regardless of health condition. So that's an interesting one, right? So so maybe it helps people get over that hump of being nervous. Um, and then get this, second page here. Anybody moving from a Wellmark Medicare Blue Supplement joins a Wellmark Advantage plan for the first time. Only a Wellmark, okay? They get 24 months to switch back. And, of course, they would switch back to the Medicare Blue Supplement policy they had before. They're telling them do it during AEP. Why are they saying that? And they're saying that because you need to get your Part D as in drug, and you really only get a 12-month trial period with the feds, right? But they're extending that to get the supplement back because Walmart can make those rules, but they don't. they can't control when you get your D. So... You really need to do it during AEP so you can get your D back during AEP. Hope that makes sense. Okay. Uh, Medicare also has a let's do the math flyer. It's attached. Thank you, Kaylee. Attach that in the handout section. So, um, uh, it's it, yeah, download the attachment, you guys. I didn't give you the M number, but please go into the handouts right now and click handout and download that onto your desktop, please. So you've got that. This might be something that you want. And this could be when you sit down with somebody and they're like, well, should I take a supplement? Should I take an advantage? And I think there's even then you can carry it over to, do I stay on my employer group plan? I think there was another handout for that at some point. So, okay, anyway, check that one out. Um, and then new, I'm moving over to the individual market. 
Um, remember, 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 you have until January 15th. And I think you know this. I announced it last month. The government made that change for us here in Iowa on the federally facilitated marketplace. And we did confirm, please, if you do write somebody on um, January, um, anytime in, in January, of course, it would be February 1st. But for sure, if you enroll somebody after December 15th, right, after December 15th, they're saying that would be a February 1 effective date. Okay. So, so just, I'm still using December 15th as my deadline because I don't want somebody having to renew their old plan um, for a month, maybe have some out-of-pocket costs and then move to a new plan. Um, so anyway, just, just know that, right? And if I guess they're staying with the same plan, it's, I mean, it's not a big deal. It's just updating their income then, right? And having their subsidy accurate. So, okay. Hopefully that makes sense. Keep typing your questions in. I know I see questions, but I'm going to just wait till the end because I want to get through all this. Okay, this, what a cluster. You guys, I, I had to do this too. I went out. So here's the deal. Agents have to relink their health Sherpa and the federally facilitated marketplace now every month, whether you're actively using health Sherpa or not. So I did exactly what. Uh, thank you. I'm going to credit. I think it was Kim, Erica. I'm not sure. Thank you one of you two for putting this together i'll thank you both um look at this you guys it's it, right there when you log in to it, look at this it's on your settings page so when you log into health sherpa you had to do this maybe right away when you were doing your ffm certification for the marketplace no worries right i did it too but we didn't know i didn't know um that it would ex expire in 30 days but we thought if we were using health sherpa it'd be fine not true so go to the settings page, and, you, and it's just on the left-hand side. Go to your dashboard. Look on the left-hand side where it says clients, leads, marketing. Right at the bottom is settings. You click on settings, and then you'll find when you need to relink. So I did it last night. And look at I. It's and this is it's funny because I I don't think this is mine. This is what Kim put together. Thank you, Kim or Erica. But notice here it says your account will need to be relinked on November 23rd because they relinked theirs on October 23rd. Is my guess right? unless you extend your integration. So I just went out there last night and I did click, extend it now. Give me another 30 days now. And so I don't have, so I'm not like being interrupted when I'm trying to work with a client and then all of a sudden it says, yeah, you have to reconnect. What a bugger, right? Okay, so hopefully that makes sense. If you have questions on that, type them in. Another update on Health Sherpa I want you to know about. And this, again, thank you to Coran in our office because she's our guru on ACA. But I'm like, where in the heck are the 2023 plans? Because as you guys know, right now, you can still quote 2022. So you don't even get a choice. And um, I think, Cindy Vandenberg, you called me on this question as well. And I walked you through this because Erica walked me through this, or Coran did. Um, I think Coran did. Um, look at here. Put in the zip code. Then scroll down so you can start to see a, your plan years. And it's right down here. Like, really? So now I can confirm I'm looking at 2023 rates, but if I do need to write a 12-1, I, I can click that little drop down and go to 2022, but that's how I can verify I'm doing 2023. It, we won't matter once we get to 12-1 because after December 1st, right, unless you're doing something that gets to retro, but anyway. Okay, so I just wanted to point that out to you. I thought that was super helpful, and that's especially for a new client when you're doing a quote. And then here, if you're doing that renewal, you should be able to pull up your plans. Here's a member. I just pulled one of mine that I'd worked with. And you just click the renew button and walk them through that way. 
So I do want to comment to you guys. This is super bizarre. Like this even happened for me. My sister and her husband were on an ACA plan. My sister literally is turning 65 in January. So I wanted to take her off. And then I'm told, right, oh, it's funky. You got to go. Like I'm like, seriously, December 31st is Saturday. And it's it's uh, New Year's Eve. And seriously, I have to remember on Saturday to go into the marketplace and take my sister off. Okay. So I said, why can't I, when I renew the plan, luckily, you guys, hey, I did a smart thing and I put her husband, the younger guy, as the policyholder. So I don't have to like, I'm not canceling the policy and rewriting the younger person. I literally did it right. So I went in to renew her and her husband's policy. It's in his name. And then I took her off. And I chatted with the health Sherpa lady and go, will this really work? I just did the chat feature. And she's, I go, I can't have my sister off <laughs> for the month of December just because I decided to do this through health Sherpa. And they said, no, as long as you use the renew button, um, you can do the renew. I took my sister off as I renewed the plan. So renewed her husband only for January 1 and Lori's off. And I verified that on the enrollment document. And so I'm going to continue to monitor that. But I'm thinking all is done. And that is not what we were told earlier. Now, we didn't know that we could do this. And so I maybe it's this new enhancement with Health Sherpa, and maybe you guys could always do that. And it's something I just figured out. So, but I just wanted to bring that to your attention. I would always use the renew button through Health Sherpa to give you the option to update their household income, edit the people that are on their plan, modify uh, all of that. And I hear somebody unmuting. Go ahead. Yep, Lynn, it's just me. I just wanted to say that um, I have a similar situation, except we have the oldest person as the policy holder and that and he's going on medicare and so i have to wait until after december 1st and cancel the whole policy which will cancel at january 1 and then i have to write a brand new app for the spouse so just know yep. it doesn't work it doesn't work the other way yep Nope, that's perfect. I appreciate that. And that's exactly what that chat lady said when I did a quick chat with Health Sherpa. Uh, she goes, you have to use the renew button to do what I was doing, but you can't use the renew button if you're trying to remove the policyholder. So um, note to self, right? If you're writing a couple, make sure you put the youngest aged person as the policyholder. Cool. Okay. And then Lynn, Thanks do you have window. in here about the Walmart letters or is that a good time to talk about it now? Or do you have that in here? I have that in here. Okay. Never mind. I have it in here. Hold on. Yep. Hold that thought. Yep. Okay. Okay. Marketplace training. The registration is open. There's the portal. If you haven't done it yet, do it. Um, it's it's not hard, right? Do it. If you have questions, call our office. I know uh, we've got gurus on on staff to help you. Um, okay. This was another question from training that I went ahead and popped into this space because it made more sense. Um, and that is what what plans um, are the modified folks being crosswalked to? Because remember, Wellmark is doing away with the modified, um, the bronze and the gold modified plans on the individual market. So they're being crosswalked to the traditional plans. And so that was the answer that people just like weren't sure. And we didn't have an answer, I guess, at the time. And so there it is. There's the answer to that one. OK, um, so Wellmark. Affordable Care Act members. This is what you were just talking about, Brenda. So unmute yourself and let me just go through this slide and, and then you can add anything else you want. So Wellmark sent letters <laughs> to their members the week of October 20th. So people have been getting this. And, and here they say, although they'll automatically re-enroll, we encourage them to update their eligibility status, right? But here's the issue. It's like the letter is fine, right? You guys, the letter is fine. 
update your household income, and they're just encouraging people to do this. And I've talked to people that have gotten their letter, but the problem is their letter, oh, and by the way, let me just comment, if they want to download their coverage manual, remember, they're not getting one mailed to them. They, they, they shouldn't be. They should be able to, to uh, go right here. And I, actually, I had somebody tell me, I got this big booklet in the mail. I'm <laughs> like, okay. So they're saying they're not mailing it. Maybe they do to some, but you can download your coverage mail. But here's the key. In that letter, and this is where I want Brenda to chime in, they're putting numbers in here about what you can expect to pay. And I'll stop right there because we know they're wrong. And Brenda, I'll let you ch please chime in and say what you know is happening here. Sure. And that's that's what's just so discouraging about this. They're getting letters saying, here's your renewal premium. And so um, what we know is that pretty much 99.9% of the time, the amount of the premium is wrong because when Blue Cross's system prints those, it's using... Uh, 2022 tax tables and not 2023 tax tables. And so what we're finding is most of the premium notices that these people are getting are way wrong. It might say, you know, it's $100 when we find out it's $400. So you really do need to make sure you go into healthcare or healthcare.gov or, or healthsherpa. Or I'm sorry, .gov, um, and update income. Even if the income hasn't isn't going to change for 2023, you still need to go in there and run it so that it will run the new tax tables and give them the new eligibility letter. Because if you don't, and because this is what we're experiencing, people we're calling people and they're saying, well, no, my letter says that my premium is only going to be you know, X, Y, Z, and I'm okay with that. Well, what'll happen then is when they go to do their taxes at the end of next year, they're going to have a big tax liability because they haven't been paying enough premium. So please make sure you reach out to all of your marketplace people and, and either have them update their information online or you do it for them so that they get the new eligibility letter so that their the, the, the premium is updated based on the new tax schedules and the new subsidy amount. Great. Um, yeah, no, thank you for that, Brenda. And uh, the other comment you guys all make is um, I had a I know I had a guy call me and he's like, yeah, yeah, it'll probably my premium will probably only be around 20, 20 to 24 dollars a month. So that's fine. I'm good with that. That's what was in his Wellmark letter. I said, OK, well, let's update your income. And he did. He did add five thousand to his income. But get this by adding five thousand to his income. And to Brenda's point, using 2023 tax tables, which Walmart didn't use, right? He's now for that same plan, it'll be $500 a month. So, so that, that there's not, that's not even, now we did raise his income $5,000, but you know what I'm saying? People think this is, not, oh no, it's just, I'll pay 20, $24 a month, no big deal. Yeah, no, it's a big deal. So, so thank you for all of your due diligence. And okay, Trace, I think you just texted me and I'm going to just read what you said because um, I know instead of, Okay, so this says, um, I got a coverage manual uh, mailed to me before open enrollment by Wellmark for my 2022 plan. It arrived in October. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just an FYI. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Trace. Okay, that, that came in on my, on my on a text, and it just buzzed my arm, so uh, my wrist. So <laughs> if you do want to get a hold of me while we're chatting, that's a great way to do it. Thanks for that, Trace. Okay. Um, continuing on in the individual market, and it's funny uh, because Tracy, I know you were one that said, "I, you know, what are you guys doing?" Because you guys were getting marketed by CareSource. So what did we do? We hustled around. We found a carrier or found a, an upline for us because they wouldn't give us a GA contract, but we're a sub GA, which is cool. I mean, I keep you guys whole. 
meaning, right, you guys get street level commission and um, we'll get less of an override, which is fine. We said, I just, just get us access, right? So we're working with another GA out of uh, Indiana. And we did that webinar, right? Um, and, uh, and then we find out that everything's on hold because I was like you, I was doing, I'm doing on November 1, right? Where are the plans? They're serving these four counties. That's great. Okay. So you can read it. I'm not going to read you what's on the screen there, but obviously there's a halt right now for CareSource. Um, now they're not pulling out. So it's kind of something that they voluntarily and in conjunction with the Iowa Insurance Division is working on, but something went screwy with their network. And, um, and so I think they've just said, we're going to pause. So I'm just telling you guys that there is no activity going on. And so they're saying, don't even talk about us. Don't use our logo. <laughs> okay. All right. So more to come on that. All right. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Now I want to jump into election results. So this is just a fun time of year. Um, I know not everybody might be happy with what happened. I'm not here to, to care whether you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, Libertarian. What I do is report the facts, ma'am, right? So I'm just reporting what happened, and Iowa became really red. Um, so <clears throat> we can see that uh, Grassley won. We can see Kim Reynolds won. Um, it's kind of interesting. I just Googled, you know, what happened. This was up to the minute, you guys, as of last night at like 11.30 last night, uh, because, and I'll show you something else here in just a second, why that's important. But here's our house races. Um, so Miller Meeks um, held her seat as well, did, did Hinson. Cindy Axney lost her seat to uh, Zach Nunn. Um, and and, um, he, and anyway, more to come on Zach because we've got a connection to him with NAFA. And so we think he might be at our uh, NAFA state convention in September. So um, hold me to that. Oh, that should be a kind of exciting. And then um, and then the, uh, the they call it the trifecta status, right? Where, where the Republicans hold the governorship, um, the state Senate and the state house. So this is just showing at a high level um, the split between Democrats and Republicans in Iowa at the uh, Senate and House level. So that continues on. That is the same as it was for last year. And I believe it might have even been the year, uh, the cycle before that, not just last year, but this last cycle and the cycle before that. So um, more to come and we'll watch. And it's so important. And I, I gave a presentation on this yesterday up in Fort Dodge about working with our elected officials. So if you want to get more engaged in working with your elected officials, wow, reach out to me. Let's have a conversation because you want to get involved in either health underwriters um, or NAFA because both of our organizations uh, do a phenomenal job of touching our elected officials and making sure that they hear our voice on behalf of our clients. Um, so then, then I just wanted to comment on the Iowa constitutional amendment that we are adding. And this is the second Cycle. So it, there's, there's some rules right around how you have to add something to the Constitution or change the Constitution. And so this is the second election cycle that it has to go through. Um, and it is it's adding the right to keep and bear arms. We were only one, I believe, of four or five states that did not have the right to bear arms in our state constitution. Um, and I saw a map last night. It was like us, Minnesota, and two other states. So we'll now become in the majority of states that allow in our constitution the right to keep and bear arms. So that did pass with 65%. And I'm sure there's, there, I know there, I, I read, researched some of the comments on both sides on that one um, as well. But you'll look here, Attorney General went to Brenna Bird, which um, Tom, uh, Tom Miller had been the longest serving Attorney General, I believe in the country. Um, and so um, he is out of office now and Brenna Bird is serving. And of course our agricultural secretary 
um, is now Michael Nag, and then our auditor is undetermined. This is the one that was still out. It looks like Rob Sand might hang on at 50.1% to, um, I think it's Todd Halber at 49.9%. So anyway, and then the Secretary of State, and sorry, this is so small, I wanted to get it on here. Um, Paul Pate held on and uh, he came and spoke to us at one of our conventions. He was at our, uh, uh, I think he was at both, wasn't he? Anyway, he was. he's out there and, and he's the Secretary of State. And if you're selling in the group space, you know Secretary of State's website, right? And then, of course, the uh, last candidate that I know, we know from NAFA is Robbie Smith. And he won as the new state treasurer um, for Iowa. So there you go. That's our um, circling back around our election results. And, and then how is the state of Iowa doing, right? In the shape that we're in, um, notice that for the month of September, we did tick up in our unemployment rate to 2.7. Um, and so that's kind of where we were, if I recall, in July. And then in August, we went uh, down to 2.6 and back up to 2.7 in September. So, and, you know, some of this you guys could be, you know, I think about our summer and then kids going back to school, et cetera, and jobs being opened up. I don't know, but we just get hovering around this really super low unemployment rate for so long. And obviously it, it started during COVID. And um, so, yeah, we'll see. And of course, I always do our slide. Give me feedback if you think this is a waste of your time to look at this information, but I find it super interesting. I just know, I look up at Lyon County because I always keep an eye on that when it's always super low as well as Sioux County. That was 1.8 last month. I mean, how can Lyon County get any lower, right? It's 1.5. And Sioux County going down to 1.4% unemployment. So it just exacerbates the problem of our employer groups trying to find good people and keep good people. And I don't know about you, but I think this just bodes well for us. <laughs> um, they need to have an attractive benefit package as well as salary package as well. So good stuff. I mean, not good stuff, but good stuff, right? Um, okay, go, go down to the end. Now, our federal election results, this one I wanted to show you. Check it out, guys. Updated as of last night at 1040 p.m. And um, we still have Georgia, Nevada, and Arizona. So we know there'll be a runoff in Georgia. We know that much because the two candidates there um, did not get at least 50% of the vote. So there will be a runoff between um, Warnock and Herschel Walker. Uh, so that'll be one to follow. But look at this, you guys. So in federally, look at, we've got the Republicans at 49, uh, Democrats at 48 seats in the Senate, right? So uh, with three states to go. Now, remember where we're sitting right now, it's a 50-50 tie and the vice president is the breaking tie, right? And so the sitting president slash vice president are Democrats. So Democrats have the 51 to 50 advantage in the Senate right now. So we'll <laughs> keep an eye on this for you. Um, looking down at the House, um, the Republicans look um, to take over the majority of the House. And that means that Nancy Pelosi will no longer be Speaker of the House. If this, in fact, happens, it we believe will be Kevin McCarthy, um, as we read the news here. So, But dozens of races are still not called. And it's just, I just find it fascinating, right? And <laughs> I think the comment I heard somebody say was, you know, how can we not have, you know, have election results in a timely, like have them like that night, that next day? What What's happening? How are these being counted? I mean, I don't know. So um, and that's why people then question, you know, the validity of our elections. And anyway, so that's another whole like over a cocktail conversation. But um, I'm just fa I love this time of year. I'm fascinated. A lot of you guys are sick of it. We're sick of, of course, the phone calls and all the ads. But 
Um, but it is, you know, I, I love our system and I love that we have a vote. And I, I hope you all had an opportunity to go out and vote. So now we're on to our questions and comments. And I'm going to get over here and check it out. Um, and I might, sorry if I go back up to the top and I just didn't see it. We've just got some comments here about, um, here's one that the blue briefing, yep, two-year window to switch. Yes, yep, got that one. And then um, just loving the high deductible G plans. Uh, and then, um, let's see, and then this one says, would be interested in the Physicians Mutual Medicare Supplement, but not this year. Yep, just get in touch with me. And, uh, oh, Jenny's saying a shout out, thanks, you bet, absolutely. And let's see, there's something else here. Um, Oh, yeah, Nicole just comments, Peggy, Nikki, Jenny, they are killing it with Physicians Mutual. I can confirm that from a, from the commission statement end. Um, that's great. Let's see. And then um, let's see. I'm grateful for the webinar on the call recording. It was easy peasy. Okay, good. I'm, I was, I was going to ask you guys for your feedback on the call recording. Is that working out for you guys and, and whatnot? Um, I see Allison Mercer wants a list of the states where the MAPD clients for Wellmark would not have access can I ask somebody to please, can you search that right now? Because I think there's a, a map and, a, and we had it in training and maybe we can get that answer before the end of the call this morning. Um, so, but if not, Allison Mercer would like the answer to that question, please. I, I know it's Alaska, I know that one. Um, I'll just see if there's any other questions here. And, and then you want Lynn for Congress or Senator? <laughs> Yeah, after my presentation yesterday, I had, and he was a police officer in Fort Dodge, and he seemed, I was watching him during my presentation, and he was just, didn't look connected, like, like he would kind of frowned a lot during my presentation. I'm like, oh, brother, I, what am I saying? You know, he doesn't like what I'm saying. And at the end, I was walking out, and I just thanked everybody as I was leaving. He goes, I'd vote for you. <laughs> okay, well, I'm not running, so... Um, you know, never say never, but um, thank you for that vote of confidence. Okay, here's our question for the day for those that hung on with me. God bless you all. I love you guys. Um, okay, here's our question. Are you ready? This might sound silly. What's the most popular Thanksgiving Day tradition? Okay, and then while you're typing that, Laurel says, not a question, but the Marks are planning our KHI Fort Dodge visit with goodies on December 16th around two o'clock. We look forward to seeing you. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Okay, Jenny writes football, Joni writes turkey, Maddie says a turkey and Thanksgiving dinner. Keep coming, you guys, that's not the answer. And the apples are all perfect, they're in the top 10. Sharing what you're thankful for, absolutely, I love it. Keep going, most popular Thanksgiving day tradition. Thanksgiving day is the, is the hint. Pumpkin pie is awesome. Keep coming, you guys. Giving back, that's awesome. Afternoon nap, absolutely. Keep them coming. We don't have it yet. <laughs> These are all great. Expressing what we're thankful for. Turkey trot, that's a good one. That was on the list of the top 10. Cooking, a Thanksgiving meal, absolutely. All those are still great, but the Thanksgiving Day tradition. Macy's Parade, Chris Kellenberger, you got it. You got it. And you, you jump, you, yeah, that's the one. You got it, Chris. Uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade. Congratulations, you guys. I don't know if you tune in and watch it, but, uh, but that is the answer. It is the Thanksgiving Day Parade. It's watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is the number one. But all those, how about wishbone? Pulling the wishbone. I forgot about that one, right? But all the things you guys said, 
Um, I pray that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Take a little time to enjoy what's really important in your lives. And, um, and then let's knock this out with the rest of what we've got left of fourth quarter. Uh, keep the faith and just know we love you guys. We're here for you. Uh, let us know if there's anything else we can do. All right. Have a wonderful day, a great weekend, and uh, go Hawkeyes, go Cyclones, go UNI Panthers. All right. Take care, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye.